This is the All Into Clemson Football Podcast, the official, unofficial podcast of the Clemson Tigers. We've played in hurricanes before. We we actually play in the hurricanes. Uh, we we got double hurricanes this week. My, my son plays the hurricanes on Friday nights. So we got hurricanes everywhere. What is up, everybody? Briley here. Let's get started with your Clemson football update for Wednesday, October 7th. Number one. Dabo Sweeney came out a little prickly when a reporter asked him about the newly vacated head coaching position with the Houston Texans. The team, of course, that is quarterbacked by Clemson's very own Deshaun Watson. I have not heard from Deshaun, and, uh, you know, that's that is not even anything that, that, you know, I want to even have to even think about. That's a that's so it's just you would be the one to ask that question. Uh, All the questions. And you want to ask anything about Miami? That sound is courtesy of Clemson Sports Information. Here's what I would say about it. It's a worthwhile question, but an unserious one. Dabo Sweeney would be absolutely crazy to not only move to the NFL, but make the move to coach the Houston Texans. Sure, Deshaun Watson is great, and it'd be fantastic to see the two link up again, but that team is trash. Bill O'Brien destroyed the Texans' chances by trading away their future to try to build a contender now. There's so many pieces away, Dabo would be mad to leave. Our friend Kevin Clark from The Ringer wrote that, quote, The Texans enter this era without him, Bill O'Brien, down a few stars he traded away, without some high draft picks he gave away, and having spent a lot of cash on a roster that simply isn't good enough. Sounds exactly like the type of team you'd want to lead for your foray into the NFL, right? Additionally, Dabo's current salary with Clemson would place him as the fifth highest paid coach in the NFL. Now, what's the real reason Dabo should never move to the NFL? The reason is, I'm not sure his style would actually translate to the NFL. Dabo is a little goofy, he demands the respect of his players, and he doesn't really call plays. All things that don't describe the modern-day head coach. Dabo is an excellent CEO, which is why he's perfect right where he is. And don't even, don't even think about heading to Alabama. Number two. If you woke up this morning in a panic, thinking that Trevor Lawrence may no longer be the front runner for the Heisman. Rest easy, my friend. Rest easy. You can lay your pretty little head back down to bed knowing that, according to the sports book, Bet Online, Trevor Lawrence has the best odds to take home the hardware. He currently stands at 72 odds, followed by Kyle Trask of Florida, who has 15 to 4 odds. And after a breakout performance against Virginia, Travis Etienne also finds himself in the thick of the race. He landed with 12 to 1 odds, good enough for 7th best. And you could even bet 10 to 1 odds on our good friend Eric King. Now this is obviously a huge storyline heading into this week. Who's going to come out on top and who's going to come out on top for the Heisman race? The Tigers could prop up their two front runners while crushing King's chances of bringing home the crown. <laughs> a win-win if you ask me. And one final note. Yesterday was actually Trevor Lawrence's 21st birthday. If you didn't wish him a happy birthday yesterday, you do not, I repeat, you do not care for him the way that we do. We sent him our love on Twitter yesterday. Now granted, he hasn't gotten back to us. Maybe our producer though, Trevor, who also has the same name as Trevor Lawrence, can help us connect with him since ironically yesterday was his birthday as well. What a crazy coincidence. 
Now stick with us as we take a quick 30 second break to hear from Anchor Podcasts, our sponsor for today's episode. Number three. And finally, let's listen to some sound from Miami offensive coordinator, Rhett Lashley, with no context. In terms of hand sales, yeah, I mean, look, that, that happens everywhere in college football. And Clemson is, is known well for doing it, but so are a lot of other people. Um, it's just part of the game. And uh, I think we got to be aware of it, but at the same time, we got to go play. And uh, like I said, there's nothing against the rules of stealing signals. If you can, just like in baseball, if you can catch on to a signal, no guy stealing second, you might as well throw him out, you know? So uh, we just got to go play. You know what? How dare he? Accusing Clemson of stealing hand signals? Our program is the most outstanding above board program there is. We would never, ever, ever do such a thing. Well, actually, if you didn't know this already, this is way more common than most of us realize. And to tell you the truth, I had no idea. I want to encourage you to head over to our Twitter account to find a super interesting article by Bruce Feldman of The Athletic. I pinned the tweet so you can find it at the top of our profile. Boiled down, almost every team in college football does this. It doesn't appear to be as deadly as a sin as it is in baseball. So everyone calm down just a bit. This isn't Lashley's way of hedging because he thinks his team is going to get crushed, although they might. In fact, he spoke of how the Tigers are the standard in the ACC. We have a ton of respect for Clemson. Um, you know, they're number one and, and they've been the champ in our league for a while for a reason. Um, and they've earned that opportunity. Is that enough context for everybody? Yeah. All right. Let's just calm down for a minute. That's going to do it for today's update. I'm really looking forward to catching up with you tomorrow. Until then, be good out there.